0: Teshuva is a central theme in Judaism. It relates to many fundamental philosophical principles and foundational ideas, such as reward and punishment. It is a core value and essential activity that allows us to develop over time. The Gemara in Mi'yuma Pe'vav says Beis says, Amare Teshuva Gedola Na Lokish Gagot. So Rosh Lachish says, great is tshuva, great, great is the power of return or repentance, that willful errors can be made into uh, inadvertent or negligent mistakes. Shanae Mars, it says, shuva Yisrael, ad Hashem Elkecha, return, O Israel, back to Hashem your God, ki ba'onacha, that you have been, uh, that you've stumbled in your sins. Ha'avon Mezid, who? so is this a uh, doesn't mean that's an intentional sin right that Avon refers to something that's, that's mazed on purpose The but it calls it uh, it calls it a a stumbling block so again that is demonstrating this idea that the something that even was intentional could be considered something that you just uh, inadvertently stumbled upon now the Gemara questions it says nasa. <laughs> Not so low but uh, is this really the case? Because Rish Lakish is another statement that says that even willful errors could be made for him into merits. Shnei as it says it was Shuv the Asamish translated to when the Russia when the evil person turns from his uh, riches from his evil and does which is just and uh, and righteous and it will be for him to live by. So it sounds like, again, that's a proof that it becomes, uh, again, a source of life, so to speak. So the Gemara explains Lokasha. Uh, we, can, we can resolve this difficulty, right? Kan me Ahava, Kan me yira. One is referring to Tshuva out of Ahava, and one is Tshuva out of Yira, which literally translates to Tshuva out of love and Tshuva out of uh, awe or fear. Reh emphasizes the great power of repentance. He explains that intentional sins can be considered unintentional, and even that intentional sins can be considered to be merits. But this seems unjust. How can willful sins be converted into accidental sins? And how can willful sins become merits? At first, this seems illogical. The Rambam may shed light on this issue as he discusses the import of our actions. So in Hilchot Teshuvah and his Laws of Return, Per Gimel, Halacha Gimel, he says, So anybody who regrets the mitzvah that he did and forgoes their merit, he says in his heart, what benefit did I get from doing them? Perhaps it would be better that I didn't do them at all. Behold, he loses out on all of them. Ain those of And there is no mention of he doesn't it doesn't have the definition of a merit or advantage to him at all. as it says, So the righteousness of the tzadik will not save him on the day of his crime. That's another puzzle from Yecheskel. Inza al This is only in the case where he really rejects or gives up on the earlier mitzvah that he did. So as the Rambam explains, a person's attitude towards his previous actions can define the impact of those actions. A person who regrets the mitzvah that he or she accomplished loses the merit of those mitzvahs. They are no longer an asset. Similarly, it stands to reason that a person who regrets the sins or mistakes he or she has made can impact the effect of these sins and mistakes. This is what the Rambam outlines in his basic formulation of tshuva. According to Reish Lakish, if one repents out of fear, these mistakes can be considered unintentional. Further, if one repents out of love, these mistakes can be transformed into merits. What is the difference between tshuva out of love versus tshuva out of awe or fear? What is the definition of each? So, Rav Yosef Albo, in his Sefer Hari Karim, discusses the mitzvah of teshuvah, and he says, kol mitzvot asay shebetorah, lo mitzvah bilvan If we search all the positive commandments in the Torah, we will not find any mitzvah through which a person merits the basic objective that is reached through Torah except for mitzvotah, and this is the objective of that is intended by the Torah and doing uh, and, and, and executing doing a mitzvot being involved in mitzvot so and now he's continuing another section just skipping a bit the one who engages in tshuva out of fear or awe, he repents because he's afraid of a punishment or be, uh, re- resulting from the uh, the the, Averot, the sins that he's done. And uh, Hashem, for the merit of the tshuva, Extends to him kindness according to that he uh, according to that he asks. The, I mean the penitent requests, and he protects him from this uh, punishment. Has a and even intentional sins can be considered accidental, such that they're not punished for them. But he does need to further atonement, just like any other sin that he does inadvertently. Okay, so that's the someone who does tshuva to avoid a punishment, aval But one who returns out of love, shav onesh So for him, it's really different that he didn't he didn't do tshuva out of fear of a punishment that he might reach from the avirah right? shol He's not concerned about that punishment. Shalibo because his heart is uh, it's uh, it's harder than uh, like than flint. it's a Pasuk. it means he's he's ready to bear punishment he is only doing tshuva from love of Hashem uh, alone that he wants to do what's good simply because it is good in the eyes of Hashem. Just like someone who's in love with someone might want to do what's good in their eyes. Not because they're going to receive some punishment. And it is through this that we, that one reaches the objective that is intended with the Torah, which is uh, love of God. So, What we see is that there are two types of tshuva, which can result in a person changing his or her ways. One type of tshuva occurs because the individual wishes to avoid a consequence or punishment. This is termed tshuva from fear or awe. In this case, a person recognizes the potential consequences of a particular course of action and undertakes to abandon that course. This development is localized. It does not represent a broad evolution of the personality, but rather recognition that a particular action is not beneficial. This is nonetheless considered true tshuva, and is an important and valuable step in the development of an individual. He or she has changed his or her relationship with that previous action, such that the current individual genuinely views it as a mistake. It is a kindness from Hashem that we are judged based on our current state of thinking, and a, quote, willful sin can be considered an inadvertent error, just like Rachel expressed. While the individual person has made arrangements to avoid this particular behavior, the underlying fault that led to this error in the first place may not have been fully addressed. Hence, atonement would still be required when tshuva from fear is employed. There is, however, a second type of tshuva. This type of tshuva occurs not to avoid a consequence or punishment, but because of a broader development in the person's relationship to reality and with Hashem. An enlightenment occurs in a particular area of one's life, and this results in a desire to change course. Upon reflection, a person recognizes the error of one's ways, incorporating that recognition into his or her personality. The error has now prompted a reevaluation and contributed positively to the person's development. Just like if one regrets mitzvot he or she has done forfeits their merit, so too a person that sincerely regrets the errors he or she has committed can turn those failures into a source of merit for the future. This previous experience becomes a source of value and merit, and atonement is complete. It is again a kindness from Hashem that we are judged based on our current state of thinking, that even a willful sin can be considered a source of merit. This particular change in action represents a global development in the person's recognition of the ultimate reality and the role that Hashem plays in the world and in our lives. I'll just close in noting that according to Albo, he explains with a proof from the Torah that when someone engages in tshuva me'ira, he'll eventually have the opportunity to uh, do full tshuva me'a.